Hey y'all, this is Lauren coming to you straight out of New York City. I wanted to thank you guys for listening to my podcast where I talk to my friends and students who are in the creative industry and discuss how they're really coping in a worldwide pandemic. In these episodes, we talk about how to keep creative inspiration and drive, coping with the boring parts of everyday life, and finding newfound passions. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hi guys, today I have my good friend Bria from (laughs) from my journalism class sophomore year. Right? Yeah, first semester sophomore year. Yes. So Bria, introduce yourself. What are you studying? What do you do? All that. Okay. Um, So hi guys, my name is Bria Dixon. Um, I'm about to be a second semester junior at the new school in Lang. I know that's crazy. Crazy. (laughs) I am a major in journalism and design and a minor in culture and media. Um, I also do a lot of creative things on the side, aside from school and work. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So like, what are your, what are some other things that you do? Can you talk about that a little? Yeah, of course. So at the start of quarantine, which was... I believe, or when COVID, you know, reached the U.S. in January, I began to really flow into, like, my creative juices, I would say. I've always been, like, a creative person, and I've always acted on them, but um, I think at the start of January, I joined a creator group called The Creative Origin, which is something that one of my guy friends started, and it's basically just a bunch of creators that work on, like, creative things and post content all the time, so that's one of them. And then I also have something called Scammer University, which is a clothing brand that Lauren is a part of now because she modeled for us and did a great job. And um, it's basically just highlighting the negative aspects behind college financially and just showing how difficult it is to basically attend college, afford it, and also leave with the job that you want to have by the end of it. And then I also have another brand that is called Velvet Butterfly, which is basically it's something that I'm working on with my best friend at the moment. And um, it basically is just giving insight to girls who are 18 and up on advice, like relationship wise, skincare, like all this stuff. We have a podcast coming out soon. We're still working. I'm excited. We're still working on it because of COVID and it's difficult to see each other right now. But if you guys want to check it out, I will give Lauren that information. And Finally, last but not least, um, I have something that's called Monet's Closet, which is basically my fashion brand that I'm coming out with. And that fashion brand is basically just giving college students and up whoever needs it insights on how to buy affordable clothing, but also create their own dream wardrobe because it's very difficult for you to be in college and also get the kind of like clothing that you want to wear and like look the way you want to look because clothes are expensive and we have stuff to pay for. And this brand also highlights um, and gives people insight on how to self-care and self-love because I'm really big on that. And I want, and like this year, I really focused on like mental health and experience like different things. So I really want people to be self-care and stuff like that and love themselves. So it's a lot. <laughs> That's amazing, lot though. Um, can you talk about the creative origin in Scammers? Like, are those connected? Um, how did you join the group? 
and what are you guys working on right now okay so the creative origin i first came a part of it um like i said in january and um basically phil just came to me through snapchat and he hit me up and he texted me and said phil is also the leader he's the one that came up with the idea and started it there's at least 12 of us i believe who all have their own brands and all work on different things um phil hit me up on snapchat and he basically said what does success mean to you and i answered the question i can't remember exactly what i said but i gave him like a whole three paragraph like response and i think then after that he then asked me if I wanted to be a part of this group and you know me I'm like what does the group mean what am I going to be doing like what is it like what's the whole idea and then I finally said yes and um I actually brought my best friend along with me on this journey but um the creative origin is basically a bunch of creators like I said before but it's um basically just trying to bring diversity and what's what um people of color to the entertainment industry more so in a business aspect if that makes sense i didn't know that huh? i love i didn't know that i love yeah. that it's like because when you look at ceos and you look at big companies and you look at those web pages of who works there what color do you usually see of the leaders it's white, white. right so we're trying to change that dynamic and start from the ground up and basically just show that, okay, like we can do it too. Like, why does everybody have to be the same color? And um, it's also just basically giving a new spin to creativity because I feel that everybody is doing the same exact thing now, especially on TikTok. It's an original and there's just all duets and it's like, okay, where's the authenticity? (laughs) Where's the originality? Like, you know, so we're all just trying to do our own thing and bring a different message and different way of creativity through that and creative not creative origin scammer university emerged from that it was something that phil was working on again um i believe last year that he was working on and put it to a stop um it was his own brand in the beginning but when he brought it to us he basically said why not just like make this into a big thing because more heads are better than one so that's how that emerged and we all meet usually on Sunday nights at eight o'clock and at this moment um we are I believe Phil said that he wants everybody to just focus on finals because it's difficult we're all call it we're all in college and it's very hard to have all these brands that we're working on and especially be engaged as much as possible when we have holidays and stuff so tonight will be the last meeting at eight o'clock until the November month is over. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to start back up again. But at this moment for Scammer University, um, <clears throat> we're basically just working on our winter launch. So we have more stuff coming out for winter, like with green colors and like red coloring and stuff like that. And we're also just working on building our website up because we have like an about page that we still have to work on and like getting more um, exposure from other people. And just, we're also working on another photo shoot that we're going to be doing based off where I live. So we're trying to work on that, just designing clothing, making sure we have models and influencers. So it's a... (laughs) a Yeah, that sounds like a lot. I want to ask, like, personally, what do you feel like you bring... Like, do you help with the design? Are you... Do you have hands-on... Um, for a lot of things in this project or what do you work on specifically so within the creative origin which like I can abbreviate it for you which is TCO Mm -hmm. um 
for that, everybody has their own roles and own like things that they go by. So mine is chief operations officer. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the second, the second hand of Phil. So, and he's just in charge, like he's the leader. And then there's people like Fred, you haven't met him, but he's basically like the people person. So he's chief people officer. And then there's the media group and there's design group and marketing groups. Yeah. So it's like within that, I'm the person that's like going to fill on things that we need to work on. Like I still have to meet with him for that. And since I'm basically quote unquote, the second hand of him, um, it's coming up with what we need to speak about, what we need to work on organization. So like the photo shoot that you were just at was something that like we basically planned as well. And um, we all get together and like explain different things. Everybody brings the utmost best to um, the conversations. But I would say within my own personal like position I'm the one that's like taking notes like during the meetings and like basically speaking about like what I think we need to work on without like hesitation or what everybody else needs to be working on how we need to be supporting each other and it's basically just like the observer but at the same time the one that's like speaking up about things if Phil doesn't say something but Phil's very on top of his shit so it's basically just the second the second eye yeah yeah amazing okay well we're gonna bring it back um a little to quarantine so where are you right now i'm at home i'm in my my dining room right now and then like how is your experience with online school like how do you feel i'm freaking terrible like you do i'm always like talking about this with like other people at work because it's like in the beginning, like last semester when we were in person and then we switched to online, it wasn't that bad, but I feel like it wasn't that bad because we had already been in person, but in like, we already saw everybody like 24 seven, it was only like two more months. But now the way I'm like handling it with school, like I feel like online class is very draining in particular because you can be prepared to like go to class but as soon as a professor starts like talking you're like like you want to lose sleep because it's like there's barely any engagement your camera can be on or off sometimes a professor can't see you raising your hand you're like do I raise my hand do I put it down like you know you feel kind of embarrassed but for me with coping I think I'm very hard on myself and like in particular so like the other day I literally just met with all of my professors like asking where I am within the course and like good for you Hmm? I said good for you. So I was like, because I felt like behind in a way, even if I'm not, because it's just like, I'm even behind now. Like I literally just got reminded of an assignment that I have to do. I think we're all. um, What's it called? I think I just tried to stay as organized as possible because I feel that professors, no offense, this year have been very like unorganized with things I feel that like they say everything that we have to do at the beginning of class and after that it's not spoken about and if they say they're going to send an email they send it maybe three days later when it's like out of your mind or something so I feel the way I cope is just trying to really pay attention go into the syllabus and see where we are um asking like a lot of like classmates what we're supposed to be doing or like just emailing my professors I feel that I've emailed my professors way more this semester 
than I have in any other semester because it's like, can we just be organized? Like, be clear, like where are the assignments? Where do we submit them? Like, there's so many spaces that like these professors hold the assignments, and it can either be Gmail, Canvas, or Slack, or just Zoom. And it's like it's too many spaces, or just Google Drive. Like, I just need one space. Like, having all of this other shit is confusing. And then you think that you're good and then come to find out there's an assignment due. So you're just like, all right, like, what the hell do I do now? I know. But um, what does, like, your... Do you think this quarantine and pandemic has fueled any creativity at all? Like, I feel like with Velvet Butterfly and then Monet's Closet... Yeah, no, definitely. I think that, like, I always say this to people because I feel that, like, even though 2020 has been completely ass and it's a, I take it as a year of reality because it's, like, things are actually coming to the surface and it's not being hidden behind, like, a closed door, basically, and that's why it's so hard to take in things because, I'm trying to close this, I'm sorry, to take in things because it's so raw and like so like confusing because it's like you don't usually see these things and they're always happening in different countries and now that it's hit us we're like oh my god like you know like like, the truth but like this quarantine has taught me a lot of stuff about myself and what i need personally and creative creatively (laughs) it's been very good like this has been the year that I've done the most creatively in my opinion without it pertaining to a school project like it's actually stuff that I want to work on this year I posted way more on YouTube I've become more creative when it comes to like fashion and like being more engaged on like social media with other places I'm trying to still build like an audience and like my own little platform and that's hard like I know everybody's trying to do the same thing but like everybody has different reasons but um I do think that like my creative spark is just always on the go now and I don't know what it is it's because you're in the house and you don't have anything else other to do so it's like you can work on what you've been wanting to work on that you never usually have the time for so that that is like really exciting for me because I'm like so, like sometimes I don't want the quarantine to end <laughs> like because I'm like yes like I'm working on my shit yeah. like I don't have to worry about it but like you know health wise of course I want it to end but I just wish that like I've had that other time that for I do sure. now that's why I wanted to talk to you because I feel like well this podcast is talking to like different creatives and how they're coping with being in mm-hmm. quarantine and during a pandemic and I feel like some people either thrive or like have a really hard time with their creative process and I know you're doing so many things and I'm just really impressed with like all the things you're involved with I appreciate that because it's like I don't know I feel like I'm always I'm always the type of person that has like shit like lined up like different little sections no that's amazing though um so where can you talk about like your personal um projects and like where do you want it to go from there from here so for starters for my personal my my only two personal projects is velvet butterfly and monet's closet so i'll start off with monet's closet honestly when i first started it i was like what do i even want to do with this like i like fashion but where would i take it like what is this why do people care like why would somebody care about this but then i like brought myself into it because i feel that if you have quote unquote like a business or a brand it should obviously start from like 
somewhere in the heart, right? Like something that will actually help other people. And like, although like I don't enjoy being around people all the time, like I want to help people, you know what I mean? Like I'm an introvert, but also an extrovert, like an empath that wants to help other people, but don't want to be around. (laughs) So it's like a whole bunch of stuff. But when it comes to this, it's like when I was scrolling through TikTok or just thinking about like the stuff that I've struggled with, like, or just like thinking about the stuff that like my friends have struggled with. I was like, everybody could use self-love because it's something that people struggle with now, especially within quarantine, because you're not around the same community that you're usually around. You're coming to realize more things about yourself. You may be more hateful to yourself because you're scrolling through social media and you see these perfect lives, even though they're appearing to be that, but they're not. So with my fashion i was like bria like what is something that you always struggle with when you want to go buy something and i'm like huh i'm broke like you know i don't have enough money sometimes but or i have to be very selective on what i'm buying um and i'd like to shop at like zara and like like mostly zara like this top is from zara and so are these jeans so it's like i love it so i'm like i think one thing that i could give out to people if i do love fashion is basically just trying to make sure that people have a place to reach out to if they want to buy affordable clothing and create or even just create outfits on like certain places they want to go. But like in the future, I never really saw myself as like being a business owner. I realized that like, oh, I want to be editor in chief or I want to be a CEO. But of what? Like coming up with a business is actually very difficult because someone may already be doing it. Right. So um, in the future, I believe that I think I'll have a store by then that like has like some merch or something like that or an online store that just has that type of stuff or honestly just like a platform because one thing one place I wanted to take it was journalism and just turn it into like a fashion journalism kind of thing and have like a tv show maybe that's like teaching people how to do this stuff for themselves because I'm more of a visual person Mm -hmm. than I am like oh here's just clothes like go do these designs so I feel like I'm still in the midst of like trying to figure out what I want to do with that particular brand because it's still something that um I'm figuring out like even my own aesthetic on Instagram I I just figured out so it's like something that's a long process but um pertaining to Velvet Butterfly that's something I'm working on with my best friend so right now in the future we both want to have like a podcast have you ever heard of Call Her Daddy? Yes. Yeah. So we're trying to get we're trying to get to that level with this okay, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like we're gonna talk about like relationship advice because we each go through the stuff I was just telling you before we started like the interview, <laughs> like that stuff. Disclosed. And, yeah. So all of that information on how to deal with it, school, like tutorials on certain things, all of that stuff. So we just like wanna take that podcast excuse me, to, like, the next level so that there's a platform for everybody to, like, tune in and be like, oh, who's Liana and Bria? And then they see that we have, like, this podcast. So it's basically just advice, being authentic, and really taking care of yourself. Like, the people that tune into that know what they're going to get. But at the same time, I feel like Velvet Butterfly, since it was just created four months ago, like, we're still trying to basically figure out where it's going to go and what else we're going to speak about. Like, we haven't even done the first podcast yet. We're trying to figure out, do we want it to be about relationships? But if we do do that, what is it going to talk? Like, what is, what's the topic going to be within that specific, like, realm? So other than that, even though I don't know where these things are, like, going to end up, I know that I want it to be big and I want it to have an effect on a particular community and, like, have people engaging into it and, like, 
I know that I want to be an influencer to others and like be someone that people look up to and like actually like want to work towards their goals because they're like, okay, Bria did it. Like, I want to try this or hey, like she's my inspiration. I want to do this. Like, I want to be that type of person that's like, hey, you can do it. (laughs) So, yeah. I definitely see you being like an entrepreneur and I love I think you already are kind of you are and I don't know what to call myself I mean you don't need a label right now but like you're dipping your toes in like all these different things and like exploring your curiosities which I think is super important as a creative person to figure out what you like and I want to talk about like you brought up a point about like um originality and I feel like I agree that people are just remaking things and I think that's what I struggle with like sometimes I want to do like my own shoot or like creative project but I'm really struggling with like how can I make something that brings something different to the table like can I find a gap like where no one has done this before or how do I make it um unique to me and I don't know, I what do you think about that? Because I'm struggling with, like, that concept. Because I don't want to just keep regurgitating work that's already been done. Right. right. I think, like, in my opinion, I always... I know it's difficult to do this, but within, like, whether it's, like, film or being funny, like, I always try to put myself within my work, regardless of which way it comes from. Like, originality, it comes from me just being myself and like not trying to dim that light for anybody it's like you either take me as I am or you don't like within everything that I do whether it's like talking to a new guy like everything like at a job interview like you're gonna get the Bria like not what you want to paint her to be basically so I feel when it comes to like photo shoots and everything you can definitely use people like other people for inspiration like there's no problem with that it's just like not trying to recreate exactly what they did but um like there's definitely like my Instagram aesthetic for instance there's this girl that like one of my friends in TCO showed me her Instagram and was like oh you can do this type of aesthetic so like it's basically just like looking at something that someone else has done but making it your own because even though just because like you're getting inspiration from somebody else doesn't mean that it's not your own original work because you're still putting in like the work that you have to do, the process, going like the thought, the thinking process of, okay, I want these particular models because they're going to do this for me in this photo shoot. Like the process that that person had is not going to be the same that you yeah. have. You're just using them I for inspiration. Like every you know? choice you make. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, because I remember that you said you wanted to do photo shoots. So that's why I was using that as an example. But I feel that like in this particular society, like quote unquote Gen Z, whatever, because we're a part of that unfortunately but you know so they're just saying I feel that like particularly on TikTok I think people feel that the way they can only like blow up or be famous is if they're doing something that everybody else is doing but it's like which is sad because I see people on like Instagram that have original things and just because they don't get a lot of likes they don't get a lot of exposure which is upsetting that everybody is being close so Mm close-minded but I think with your situation in particular I think that you just have to like really sit down and like take out a notebook and paper and like read the assignment or whatever you want to do and be like what do I want to do with this project like 
who do I want it to reach? Like, I feel like knowing your audience is always something that you have to know from the start and who you want to be reaching. Mm -hmm. And if I, or like, also, I know we say this in college all the time, just trying to figure out how it affects another person. Like if you shared something with me or something like that, okay, like, what do you think of this? Like, how, how does this make you feel like just that? And then if that's not what you want that person to feel from like that particular photo shoot or photo, then you switch it up and be like, okay, what needs to change? Is it the coloring? Is it the lighting? Like it's all that kind of stuff. So it's basically trial and error, like knowing your skincare products, like what works for you. Like it's trial and error. Yes. Like you don't know what's going to work. Control. So, like, yeah. Huh? I was like birth control. Exactly. Like, oh my God. So it's basically once you get comfortable with knowing what you want to do, regardless of like who's seeing it, I feel like that's when you're good and you don't question yourself anymore about being original because that was something that I had to struggle with when it came to my writing. And I was always like sticking to the traditional thing of not using the word or the letter I particularly. And like, once I stepped out of my comfort zone, now I don't care. Like, you're going to get yeah. what I write. <laughs> yes. You so it's that, it's that point. And that's why I feel like with journalism, too, I already know that I want to work, like, at a magazine. I want to work at a magazine because you can use yourself in the writing. So you always, like, want to put who you are in your work, and that's what's going to make it original because it's not somebody else's. So. True. Oh, such good advice. It's because, like, I have so many ideas in my head, and it's like, I just dub, I question myself, and I'm like, I want it to be special to other people. Right. But at some point, you have to just, like, start putting shit out. Mm-hmm. Stuff out. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So it's like, honestly, like I said, once you, like, just try sometime this week or whenever you work on something, just put it out there without, like, second guessing if other people are going to approve of it because yeah. that's usually what makes people want to like follow you or realize the uniqueness and originality within you because you're just like I'm going to put it out there like that's what I have to do like on TikTok I just put out me being dumb because that's it. usually what happens so I was like whatever but yes. once you start you're not going to want to stop Got it. So. I'll keep you updated and you keep me updated yes you already know because you're like a model for skincare, so don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just want to talk about like some struggles that you've had during quarantine and how you you're big on self care. So what mm-hmm. are some things that you would like to tell other people? Um. Well, recently I had put out like the whole like skincare like for you know down there for like and on YouTube and everything I think I watched it yeah I did I did so that was like one thing that I put out there for like other people and everything and since I'm like I'm really big on like my health and like just trying to be like balanced so one thing that I was doing at the beginning of quarantine was working out like three times a week and like just trying to make sure that like my core was strengthened and then I do yoga for like de-stress and like anxiety yes yeah because it's like for me in particular yoga is very like it's a full body workout for mind and body so that's something that I also do and I've really gotten into skincare lately so like I've always been into my skin but like recently I'm very like interested like my showers now incorporate like so many different gels okay. <laughs> and, like lotions and stuff so there's that and like that's something that like I share with other people as well on like how to basically just stay moisturized and like get rid of like those closed pores on your legs and stuff. Cause like it's something that I feel like TikTok has given me like a lot of like 
insight on how to basically just take care of your skin facial wise but like body wise is the same thing that I've always been doing so that's something that I share with people too and then skincare I feel like with that you can I feel like I reach out to people more about skincare than I do for myself because like your skin changes over time and you don't know what works anymore so there's that so I'll reach out to people and be like oh my god like did this product work out for you like how do you feel you know but for quarantine in particular I think just trying to stay active because you're not moving around as much that's just advice that like I can give and definitely I feel like a lot of people sleep on yoga I feel like yoga is something that a lot of people need to do and listening like yeah therapy honestly um so like tiktok is like the key to this quarantine at first when i saw tiktok i was like oh i don't like it like i'm just gonna stick to instagram and then i downloaded it as a joke and then i really started like scrolling through it i was like oh like this is funny (laughs) and now i'm on it to de-stress so it's like it's very it's very interesting and then also one thing that i like about tiktok is just how it's not like Instagram. Like you're you don't have to just follow somebody and get that content. You can get content from everybody. So it's like that's what's great about it. Because when I went on the skincare side of TikTok, I was like, Oh <laughs> here we go. So like it's great. Like I love yes. it. But yeah, that's low key the key. TikTok low key the key. and yoga. <laughs> so. I love that. That's gonna be the title of this podcast. Yes. Like, TikTok and yoga. Uh, my last question is, how do you want to come out of this quarantine? Okay, so I feel that, like, when you're around, like, your family so much through quarantine, like, you realize the problems that you have within yourself, (laughs) right? So it's, like, I feel like coming out of that, I'm really, like, just trying to work on, like, how I react to things, and I feel like it's made me more aware of, like, how somebody else may feel in a situation, right? So I feel like coming out of quarantine, I'm not saying like be a new person, but just be more self-aware. And that's how, yeah, that's how I want to be just being more self-aware. And I want to leave the quarantine in the same place that I was in during quarantine, not like putting myself behind and like, I've always cared about my appearance, but I feel like in quarantine, I'm really like, like, you know, like really focused on like body wise and stuff. And um, I want to still be active because when you're in school, you don't work out as much, you don't do yoga as much, like, you're not as balanced, you're just, like, this assignment, that's, that's what's in there, like, Mm -hmm. that's all you're focused on, so I feel like I just want to be, yeah, that's just it, just self-aware, and, like, really taking care of myself, because I can get very, like, in my work that, like, I don't take care of myself, like, this is the flattest my stomach has ever been love it in my fucking life like <laughs> this is the freaking flattest it has ever been and I don't know it's because I changed my eating habits like during quarantine I realized it was making me bloated yeah. and it was because of like liquid sugar and you're not you know you're supposed to eat your sugar and not drink it so mm-hmm. that I have to stop and I supplemented honey and I've always been big on drinking water but like I'm definitely like like all the time now so it's like just being like taking care of myself a lot because I can't I can't once you lose that side of yourself it's like who the fuck am I I know this is this is definitely a time where like to focus on yourself and just really heal from the inside out I think exactly and it's like a lot of people don't realize that I feel like everybody's just like oh my god businesses are closing like you know like you know that's that's a big part of it as well 
but at the same time it's like a blessing and a curse because I was gonna say that because it's like you have these businesses closing and like you don't have a sense of community and for individuals that suffer from mental health illnesses that's a very big thing that they need so it's a whole it's like so many different aspects yeah because some people need work to be sane some people need to be out of the house to be sane and I feel like that's why everybody's getting tired of being inside but it's like like I don't I feel like people like nobody thought about this going into it like how certain individuals would be impacted because of how much they're like sometimes I lose my freaking mind being in like the four walls that I'm in and I'm like oh my god like the other like last weekend I was like mom I need to get out this house I don't care if it's just for a drive like you know so yeah um very true do you have any resources that you want to like share or any instagrams that have been helping you tiktok accounts anything Um, like that books let's see resources or you can honestly just like plug your accounts okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you want me to send them to you just like um say you're at on here oh okay okay let me I barely go on Instagram now. It's actually kind of sad. I love Instagram. It's like, it's getting like one minute I'll have like 900 and like four followers and then it shoots back down to 895. I'm like, oh, it's like that. Yeah, I lose followers all the time. Yeah. So my personal main account is at Bria X Monet. And there is, it's just the Monet is M O N E T. So that's it. And then Bria is B R I A. So I'll just, I'll go through that again at b-r-i-a-x-m-o-n-e-t and then um my velvet butterfly at is at v-e-l-v-e-t butterfly but the butterfly has two y's and then the third at i know they're like damn girl like the third (laughs) at is at m-o-n-e-t-s-x-c-l-o-s-e-t so there's that and you'll find like all of those brands even if you just like go to one of those it'll have it in the bio and you can just tap it and be like okay that's if you guys want to follow because i never encourage people to be like follow me like if you're gonna follow me if like if you you want want to to. it's okay um also plug your i don't know if you make videos anymore but for your youtube videos um, oh that's just bria dixon Dixon. (laughs) yeah it's b-r-i-a space d-i-x-o-n as soon as you like there's gonna be two of those okay i'm the second one i don't know who the first one is you don't even post videos <laughs> i don't even know who the first one is whatever she has like mad subscribers and i'm like the audacity i'm like what the fuck <laughs> that's not me i know thank you so much for talking you're the best of course um, I hope your midterm turns out good thank you